Hi, I'm Don Whitlock and welcome to the GDI Podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. Each week I'll be speaking to a variety of fantastic guests about how their products have changed the lives of single people all over the world. We normally record these episodes face-to-face at our London office, but due to the COVID-19 crisis, the following episode was recorded remotely, so you may notice a slight difference in the audio. I also need to tell you about Realme, our brand new sponsor of the GDI podcast. Realme is doing something important for the online dating world by making it safer, and that means more people will feel comfortable using dating apps and connecting during this unprecedented time. I'll tell you a little bit more about Realme later on in this episode, but for now, you can visit realmehq.com forward slash dating for more information. On this episode, I'm joined by Christian Mercer, the founder and CEO of a brand new startup platform called Positive Plus One. This is a modern social and dating app that helps connect the HIV community to help stop positive individuals from worrying about when they need to disclose their sexual health history to a new partner. It was first launched on iOS and Android in the UK in July and has recently closed its first funding round, having raised just under a quarter of a million pounds. So Christian, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Christian. So could you tell us a little bit more about Positive Plus One and explain where it fits into the online dating industry? Yeah, of course. Um, So uh, Positive Plus One started uh, for me probably five years ago now. Um, A friend of mine was diagnosed with HIV. uh, And as you do with any friend in need, you know, I reached out to to them and said, how can I help? Um, And it became clear that... um, you know, he was receiving tremendous support from local charities. He was on the medication, um, and but he was struggling to to meet somebody. Um, and uh, you know, so I I went out and I had a look into the marketplace to see what was available, um, and there was nothing there. So that's where my uh, my sort of project began, and and yeah, and um, you know, since then it's it's been a bit of a whirlwind ride, but um, there's definitely room for this in the sort of the dating and, and social industry, that's for sure. So, how did you first manage to identify a gap in the market for a product like this? So I started out by um, I went to a lot of the charities that, that support the HIV community, you know, like the Terence Higgins Trust, uh, National AIDS Trust, those kind of guys. Um, and I asked them what, you know, things they had in place. Uh, there were support group meetings, which are great. And, you know, where um, they, you know, people from the HIV community got to meet one another. But other than that, was there was nothing really there. So as I explored more into, um, you know, into what this might look like, I then started to ask the questions, you know, if, if I was to make a dating platform, uh, what is it that you would like to see? What wouldn't you like to see more importantly? Um, and tell me about your previous experiences. Um, you know, and a lot of the stories came from they tried to use other sort of dating platforms um, only to be, you know, rejected, when, you know, at the point where they dis- maybe disclose their status. So, you know, it's, it was it's very difficult for this community. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard enough finding, you know, finding a partner anywhere, a romantic partner, never mind when you have to disclose uh, your, your HIV status as well. And as I mentioned at the start, you first hit the app stores in July. So what's early user uptake been like in the first two or three months? Yeah, it's been it's been good. Don't get me wrong. Um, prior to us being able to market, we had to go through the the rigma of being approved by Facebook as a uh, as an approved dating platform. Um, but so far, so good. We, we just hit a thousand users uh, literally a couple of days ago, um, which is which is great considering we've only been able to actually really launch uh, probably for a few weeks now. 
Um, you know, we, we launched, initially launched in the UK. Uh, we utilized our um, sort of internal networks and partnerships with the charities that we're working with. Um, and then we, we launched it into mainland USA and Canada. Um, so, so far, so good. And have you had much feedback from your community so far about their, uh, their positive or, or maybe even negative experiences on the app? Yeah, we, we've had a really good response. Um, you know, fortunately, we, um, we, we put together a focus group um, prior, to, prior to sort of launching anything. And, and we got some great feedback from there. Um, I've actually got a, a couple of friends of mine who are also using the platform, uh, people who are living with HIV. And, you know, and the feedback from those guys is great. Um, obviously, there's always room for improvement, but we have some things in the pipeline that we're pretty excited about. So, yeah, so far, so good. Um, and your initial launch was assisted by Atme, uh, Stuart Murgatroyd Atme, the white label uh, dating app service. Um, but I also know that you're planning to release your own bespoke version of the app towards the end of this year. Um, so could you first explain what it was like working with Atme um, at the start and what can we expect to see from this next update? Yeah, of course. And, you know, Stuart um, is a friend of mine. Atme have been, uh, have been brilliant. Uh, they've really gone out of their way. Uh, to cater towards our needs um you know we we asked i'd probably say quite a lot from them um you know to early days to sort of get this over the line especially with the time frames that we were, we were working on um so yeah i, I mean it'd be brilliant I, i'd recommend them to anyone sort of looking to venture into um you know into sort of their own dating platform niche platform for sure um as for our bespoke uh, version of the app um god we, we've got a number of updates probably one thing that I, i'm prepared to sort of share for you guys exclusively really would be that um we're looking to have uh, events onto the platform um and, and add those in so not only are you going to be able to discover new people and connect with people but um, you're going to be able to discover local events national events um originally we're going to do it initially we're going to try trial this out with um we try this with the charities that we're working with and the events you know probably more so online events um that they're looking to put on for world age day which is december 1st um but yeah that, that's going to be a sort of real innovative innovative part for us um and we're excited to launch that super excited so you just touched on there um that you've you've got partnerships with with a, a number of hiv and sexual health charities uh terence Higgins trust for example um how did you mm-hmm. form those connections and with these organizations and what do these relationships look like by knocking down their door constantly is the truth <laughs> um, no i as I, as i started to explore um you know this community and, and and you know reaching out for a friend um it became apparent that some of these charities do you know all of these charities do amazing work and um you know the, the idea of a part of working partnership with these seemed seemed the, the logical uh, the logical foot forward um you know obviously the charities are always facing um you know funding cuts or find it difficult to raise uh, capital to you know to put on the events and services that that is so needed to cater towards this uh, community um but also uh, they um obviously that, that's a direct route to market for us um, we're able to sort of tap into their existing you know service user base which is our direct target market and and it adds a lot of credibility to our brand, to our brand straight from the outset so that's sort of how I uh, merge those partnerships with one another. It's mutually beneficial. That's the whole idea. Brilliant. And you're you're working on on these events with them. Um, could you maybe talk us through what these events are going to look like? Obviously, 
um, everything offline sort of been put on hold uh, recently. So yeah. what, what are you hoping to do? And, and are there any sort of virtual events in the works? Yeah, obviously the event landscape has been has been adjusted a lot. Um, you know, there's not really any outdoor events going on anymore, which is a big um, way for the charities usually to uh, to raise funds. Uh, so, you know, there's there's a number of sort of online events. Sort of more importantly, they're now hosting their um, support services uh, via Zoom and, and other sort of you know platforms like that. So the people who are in need are still able to access that that sort of level of service, um, which is super important. So we're going to help them host and and, and promote um, those support services uh, initially. And you know, as I said, World Days Day is coming up. Um, there's a lot of online events that's going to be happening. What exactly those are, I don't know right this very moment in time, uh, but we are sort of we're in conversations with the charities and we're going to sort of map something out together uh, with these guys and you know, the likes of Terry and TV's Trust, Metro Charity, National Aids Trust, you know, they, they do amazing work and it's important that they get as many people onto their uh, onto their events or into their events as possible. So if we can help Kate towards that, then, then brilliant. Yeah, sounds sounds really good. Really, sort of really important work that you're you're helping to do there. Um, you've also just closed a funding round worth two hundred forty thousand pounds. So, could you just tell me a bit more about uh, how that money was raised, uh, who invested, and how it was used to help the development of the business? Yeah. Um, so, I actually started. Um, I actually started the raise probably the beginning of uh, Q4 in, in 2019. So it's been, it was a long sort of slog, if I'm honest with you. Um, obviously, it didn't help that uh, uh, mid-raising, uh, mid we went into a, uh, a sort of a national lockdown, uh, which, you know, added sort of uncertainty to a number of investors. Uh, and, and we lost a couple of investors early doors uh, just because they were just unsure about what the, the economic landscape was going to look like for them and their businesses. So um, I really had to sort of, you know, um, pivot and and I had to sort of see um, where else we could uh, raise the capital. And I managed to negotiate a, a, a really good deal with our app development company, uh, a company called Code Partners. Um, and, um, you know, which is pretty much a revenue share ideology. But for the most part, the 240,000, came from private agent investors, you know, from my sort of network and, you know, my, my friends of friends network kind of thing. So yeah, I, I was really pleased to close on that. I just need to take a quick moment to tell you more about Realme, our sponsor for the GDI podcast. Realme is continuing to make the online dating world safer with the launch of Check Plus in collaboration with Spectrum Labs and Your Safe. At a time where more people are making online connections, Check Plus is the first dating app tool that offers comprehensive risk evaluation for safer dates. This is why we're excited to partner with Realme. So make sure you find out more by visiting realmehq.com forward slash dating. And you've also said that you're um, you're already planning your next funding round. So what can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's very early days at the minute. I, I want to make sure that, um, you know, we, everything looks um, as clean as possible. Uh, and he's really transparent. The numbers look good. Um, you know, we, we've got our forecasting is is brilliant. The numbers look great. Um, it's just about delivering on those right now. Um, but yeah, we uh, we're looking to go into another funding round, probably um, the first quarter of next year. I'm just putting that in planning now. It, basically, that's going to be help to um, help us to scale. 
Um, you know, obviously marketing budgets, PR budgets can be pretty open-ended. So it is about planning and seeing where we can best utilize the money. And then once we've got a clear picture of exactly how much we need, um, then we're, I'm going to take it to um, take it to market. So obviously scaling is a, is a massive part of any dating app business. Um, and you said mm-hmm. that you've, you initially launched in the UK and now you're in North America and Canada. So I was just wondering how, how are you working to have an impact in, in North America, even though you're sort of based in the UK? Our mass market is obviously going to be the, the USA. Um, you know, the UK has a, a relatively small um, population of people living with HIV, um, whereas in the US, it's, it's much larger. Um, so we are actually going to be focusing more of our attention um, to the US market. Obviously not, you know, um, not to forgetting where we came from in the UK. Um, you know, we have some fantastic partnerships forming with charities. So, you know, that, and that's something uh, that we're going to continue to maintain. But really, we are going to really sort of push hard um, into the US, especially into uh, once we've launched the new bespoke platform um, and we've got the capability to do so. Uh, HIV and AIDS is obviously a very sensitive subject and many people are suffering in silence uh, for fear of how the news of their condition will be received by others. Um, so what kind of safety and verification measures do you have in place in order to ensure their privacy? Yeah, so the bespoke version is going to be able to offer a lot more. Um, but we're looking to you, uh, we're looking to use almost the, the cybersecurity level that uh, that likes of Monza and, and, and Tide and those sort of uh, fintech companies are using. Um, minus the um, uh, minus people having to upload pictures of their identification, um, that that became clear from you know our focus group work and, and working with a number of the charities. Um, but we are um, uh, we, we are sort of we have mobile number verification, we've got email verification, uh, we've got sign up to either Apple or Facebook, uh, which is which is obviously pretty secure. Um, and then we are going to sort of you know look to do the implement the selfie um, style security um, and then that's going to be we're going to be able to cross-reference the selfie that you initially upload which would be a mirrored image of something we provide and we're going to be able to cross-reference that against the pictures that you are uploading so that way we're actually you know straight away we're countering any sort of fake profiles it would be able to um, it'd be able to recognize the machine learning the, the, the AI that we're looking to use It'd be able to recognize that somebody's using a picture that's maybe old or doesn't match the selfie that they uploaded. So, you know, we're, we're doing as best that we can to protect our community, to make sure that the community are, you know, real users with real, uh, real interest in, in, you know, in connecting. Yeah. Um, sort of safety and verification is, is a massive part of the online dating industry. Like every, every company and brand wants to do it as good as possible, but obviously it's um, even more so important for a, uh, for a, for a niche uh, like yourself, I'd say. I, I, absolutely. We, um, you know, you, the security is is, um, is such a fundamental part of our business, but we didn't want to. Uh, you also don't don't want to be too invasive or either slow up the uh, the sign up process. You know, it needs to be a smooth sort of UI UX uh, to, for the onboarding process, and then um, you know, then look to further verify accounts. I feel like that's the the best foot forward, especially for for us at the moment. Yeah. And just finally, is there anything else that you're working on that we may have missed? Um, and where do you hope to be positioned in the industry sort of this time next year? Um, I think anything that we may have missed. So I think one thing that I, I really want to you know, push and make, make awareness of is that um, 
you know, part of our business model includes donating back, um, you know, a portion of our profits and proceeds to um, to the to the charities and trusts that support this community. Uh, the idea is that if they can help us um, reach our target market easier, the idea is that, you know, they should be entitled to, um, you know, some of the funds and money generated, which in turn, especially in this climate where they're not able to fundraise to, you know, uh, outdoor events, um, will will really help those guys to be able to continue to deliver uh, these services and support services that are so so needed within this, this community. Um, I feel like that's something that, you know, is, is not to be missed. Um, we're also working on sort of a a new format of um, a forum, um, something that uh, we, we got through sort of our member feedback is that they actually, you know, they do enjoy forums. But in my opinion, I think forums are a little bit outdated and a bit two dimensional. So we're looking to sort of, let's say, um, make it a lot more engaging. Um, through through video form, all being well. So yeah, that, that's something we've got planning. That's uh, uh, that I'm really really excited about. Um, and in terms of where where I hope to be positioned in the industry next year, gosh, um, I, I really want to be the, the dominant, the number one place you know within the HIV community, the go to place for the HIV community worldwide, um, where you can find not only you know, connections, romantic uh, connections, friendships, should, you know, should you be looking for that? Um, but also you're going to be able to discover local events, national events, um, where you can effectively find or take along a plus one, you know, hence positive plus one. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to the next year. I think we've got a, a, a lot coming and a lot, a lot happening. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be great. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much, Christian. Uh, sounds like a, a really good product you, you're working on here. And uh, yeah, we wish you all the best and we'll we'll keep an eye on how you do. Um, just just quickly, uh, where can people go um, if they want to find out more about Positive Plus One? You can visit www.positiveplusone.com, uh, which is all letters, not numbers. Um, you can find everything on there. We've got press packs. We've got our about us and, and, and sort of a little bit of a backstory about how we started. Um, and yeah, download the app check it out amazing thank you so much okay thank you that's all from us today thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe and share with your colleagues and other professionals in the industry i'll be back soon with another guest and another episode in the meantime keep up to date with all the latest online dating news by following us on twitter at global underscore dating or by visiting gdi.news please also make sure you check out realme to find out how they are working to keep the online dating community safe visit realmehq.com forward slash dating. That's R-E-A-L-M-E-H-Q dot com forward slash dating for more information.